And now, coming to you live from the heart of Melbourne, ladies and gentlemen, for your listening pleasure, The Yellow Family, with Tom and Michael. Family. Good evening, everyone. Tom and Michael back for another Yellow Family, the show that, like The Simpsons, continues to steadily decline in quality as the <laughs> weeks go on. Well, that just seems like a viciously pessimistic uh, thing to say. In all, in all honesty, I think we're improving every week. Well, that's a viciously optimistic thing to say, Tom. And speaking <laughs> of optimism, it's time to meet our next guest on the show, Mr. Luke Michael, journalist, news reporter, radio person, and as always, all-round good guy. Yeah, I'm still very impressed by your ability to continue to find all-round good guys. Uh, yeah, bad guys must be hiding. That's right, no bad guys on this show. And Luke, you've chosen this week's episode of the week, which is... It's season six, episode 13, and Maggie makes three. And Tom, in one sentence, it's basically the episode where... It's the do-it-for-her episode where Homer tells the family about how Maggie was born. That's right, and it's all happening tonight over the next hour here on Sin. It's the Yellow Family with Tom and Michael. It's Tom and Michael's Yellow Family here on Sin. 90.7. Yeah, Michael, Michael, before you go on... Yeah, you wanted to um, say something. I know you usually take care of all of the feedback and the... Many of the administration tasks on yeah, the show. Yeah, and most of the stuff on the show, but go on. <laughs> but I wanted to point out last week, you made a pretty big fuss about how you saved the day, you fixed up the intro music, because for the previous episodes, yeah. all five of them, yeah. music intro has been far too loud. Too loud. Everyone was complaining to me that the music was too loud, and I thought I'd fix it. I did fix it on the show last week, live, you in did? Fact, and I know where you're going with this. Look, we get a, we hear a lot of reviews of the show yeah. from the listeners. Yeah. Uh, usually we do a segment. All the write-ins. I'd like you to play the sweeper now, if you could. I don't have the sweeper in the folder this All week. Right, we'll, you have to we'll, tell me if you want me to play the sweeper. Well, before reviews the show. are coming in from friends, uh, family, yeah. other listeners of yeah. the show, enemies, yeah. arch enemies, and it is good that our enemies do listen to it's our good show. To keep tabs on. Thank you, yep, guys. definitely. I can confirm that you did yeah. fix the intro music. Oh, I'm aware. Congratulations on that. Mm-hmm. But from what I gather, and from what I've heard from people, yeah. people's thoughts, yeah. The outro music was far too loud. Yeah, and I have heard this too. In fact, I fixed this in the podcast by sneaking. You did try and polish it up. I tried to polish it up by copying and pasting last week's outro and putting it in. <laughs> Don't think any of the podcasters realise, but that's a sneaky little editing tactic yeah, you right, can do. Yeah, so, um, look, I hope you've addressed it this week. Yeah, just, I have. Just get it right. Don't worry, I have. I will. <laughs> and usually I do say that whatever we're talking about here does segue nicely into our next guest, but this doesn't. But it's time to meet our next guest, Mr. Luke <laughs> Michael. He's a news reporter, news writer, um, journalist, radio person here, all-round good guy, as we said. Luke, how are you? Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, I'm great. Thanks for having me on, guys. So, Luke, I guess as is tradition on the show, we do throw to our guests of the week here to ask them about their history with The Simpsons as a series, and then why you've chosen this week's episode of the week, which this week is And Maggie Makes Three. Well, I think it's pretty cliched, obviously, um, because I've heard it from pretty much every time I've listened to the show, but it's this good old-fashioned 6pm um, every Time's night long. on Channel 10, which <laughs> yeah. they don't do anymore, which I'm a bit upset about, but anyway. Oh, but... so are we. <laughs> um, I think just, yeah, you know, growing up, that's kind of what I watched every night at 6pm. It was kind of just a staple for me. And um, I didn't have kind of the same family backlash that some people kind of had. I guess my parents just didn't care about, you know, my moral compass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was corrupted. Yeah, that's a good parent. That's, that's kind of that much. Uh, yeah, but then I kind of, I remember when I was like 9 or 10, got season 10 DVD. It was in the shape of Bart's head. I, don't think, I think they've changed it now. They don't release yeah. it like that anymore. But yeah. then... I thought, well, you know, this is nice, but this isn't what 
I really liked. So then I got season three and then four and I've got seasons one to 11 now. So yeah, those were kind of how I got into it. Watched it thousands of times now. <laughs> Brilliant. And why and Maggie makes three, which is a very touching episode. Mm, I think I'm kind of a, kind of a sucker for the emotional episodes. You yeah. know, you see that this one, um, Lisa substitute with the, you are Lisa Simpson, yep. yeah. the Marge, um, sorry, mother Simpson, yeah. the stars, those kind of that. things. Yeah. But yeah, I think, you know, just looking at the bond between Homer and Maggie, which is kind of you know, Maggie's often forgotten in the show, and mm, yeah. you know, they make a gag about Homer always sitting on her, so <laughs> yeah. I think it's good to see, you know, that Homer does care about Maggie and gives him redemption as a character that he's not just a brutish kind of overbearing father, he kind of really does care about the family. Right, and we will get on to that point shortly. Tom, kick us off with some of the basic episode facts for this one. All right, first aired January 22nd, 1995. Yeah. So it was written by Jennifer Crittenden, very new writer to the show, first ever female writer on The Simpsons, yeah. and this was the first Took episode seasons to get there, but they yeah, did they get a there. female writer, which is always good. <laughs> um, and this was her first episode she yeah. ever wrote or yeah, had a role in. Ended up writing five episodes for the series, including yep. uh, 22 short films about Springfield, The Twisted World of Marge Simpson. Which is which is the pretzelette. Yeah, yeah, the big one. And later wrote for the last two seasons of Seinfeld. Which does seem a bit ironic considering what Seinfeld is a show compared to this episode, but we'll also yeah, touch on definitely. that. Was also a producer and writer on Everybody Loves Raymond. Which is a show that Another... everybody loves, just <laughs> like ours. Yeah, well, as Luke mentioned, one of the first ever Maggie-centric episodes, was, which is a flashback of Birth of Maggie, which had previously been done with Bart in... I Married Marge, and in Lisa and Lisa's First Word. Yeah, which is a good starting point for where I want to take this. Tom, you and I watch these episodes together during the week. That's yep, part, that's of, part of the week. Wanted. And Thursday, lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what was interesting for me was, as a flashback episode, for some reason I went into this episode thinking it was the same episode as Lisa's First Word, because like we haven't seen these in quite some time in full, and all these flashback episodes about the, the history children, of the children yeah. just sort of meshed together in my very mind. Very similar. But obviously, as we've said, this is a very sentimental episode with lots going on and we get to see a, a side of Homer we don't get to see often but Tom how do we get to the flashback in this episode how do we get to that story well it starts off uh, Bart, Lisa and, and Homer, Homer yeah. are just sitting around watching TV yeah. typical American family they're watching Nightboat. Yeah, is it? Nightboat, yep. the crime-solving <laughs> boat. And it's Which a parody a, of Night yeah. Rider, right? Marge comes in and announces that it's family time, sets up the egg timer. Egg time, yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and, 60 minutes. Yeah, very, very good scene of the family dynamic here, right? Because the fam- it's family time. The t- all you hear is the ticking of the egg timer. They're just sitting in silence. They're more than happy to have family time watching the TV. Right? No. And, you know, Bart starts yawning, and then what happens? The egg timer starts ticking faster. And then you see Homer is trying to twist it to the other Yeah, it was Bart. And then, then Lisa you... brings up the looking at the photo album of yeah. old pictures. And here is where we get like the, the Simpsons is the portrayal of the dysfunctional American family. And how much better can you portray that when you open the first page of the photo album and what's it full of? Pictures yeah, of their TV, TV. <laughs> right? And you get some two great quotes where Homer is like, "He's the, what's playing in the oh, photo? Nice <laughs> and then the TV's next to the mirror and it's like, it looks like we have two TVs. Wow. <laughs> of course you have Marge, who is just so disheartened, right? She's tried so hard to get the family together to sit down and all they want to do is watch TV. Yeah. And then you see Lisa, she notices that there's a lot of pictures of Bart, a lot of pictures of her. Here's Bart dozing. 
He was yeah. fighting Nappy. <laughs> he was fighting at Sleepy Time. <laughs> but yeah, no pictures of Maggie. No pictures of Maggie, which does end up becoming quite a crucial part of where this episode heads, because obviously at the end, you find out where those pictures of Maggie are, right? And it is yeah, probably one of the more sentimental and touching scene. moments of The Simpsons. Guys, we will be back continuing our discussion on And Maggie Makes 3 shortly. It's Tom and Michael's Yellow Family here, talking all things And Maggie Makes 3 with our guest, Mr. Luke. Michael, Tom, you've got another fact about the episode to tell us. Yeah, another cultural nod here. Yeah. When Homer's in the bowling alley where he mm-hmm. begins to work. Yeah. When he's doing that, he's cleaning up the bowling alley. Yeah. He's doing a great job. Urinal and he's, um, fresh. <laughs> <laughs> runs out into the middle of the bowling alley. He yeah. says, I'm gonna make it after all. Throws up the bowling ball. Crashes down, down on the ground. Breaks and the bowling alley as well. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a call-out to the Mary Tyler Moore show. Yeah, really um, nice one. Also, I don't know if you picked this up, but the couch gag in this is a Bond reference, right? Yeah, we're when getting a lot of Bond references lo- in this Something we last didn't pick up as kids is that there are a lot of James Bond references in The Simpsons. <laughs> this one's, of course, the um, famous the walking credits. past and shooting yeah. Yeah. the gun into the barrel. But back to the bowling alley. What I really, really like about this episode is that when Homer is working at the bowling alley instead of the power plant, you know, he's stormed out of the power plant, bongoing on Mr. Burns' <laughs> hey, hair. he's getting some good sound out of that guy. <laughs> really nice scene. But when he's at the bowling alley, Homer is the happiest he has ever been in the series, right? He is yeah. so happy with his life. And Maggie being conceived and Maggie being born is the worst thing that yeah. could possibly happen to him. ruined it right? for him. It is, he has sorted out his life. He has figured out that if he makes the sacrifices, a few sacrifices, he will be fine and he will have enough money for Barton Lisa. Yeah, only one of you may go to college. <laughs> fine. <laughs> None of that fancy toilet paper. Yeah. Bart just runs up, smashes the wall. The wall. Yeah. Kind of an unexplained gag. Yeah. <laughs> no backstory. But you get you get these really nice scenes with Homer being so happy, he's so content. The one where he's in bed praying. We've talked about faith in The Simpsons, but I do want to touch on it a bit more here. Because, yeah, is he really praying? Or? Right, is he really praying? Because he... he Homer kind of uses religion and prayer as an excuse to sort of talk himself into things. For example, he goes, God, if you keep everything the way it is right now, I will will ask for nothing in return. If you comply, give me no sign. That will be done. I feel like Homer, he kind of thinks God is the same as Santa. (laughs) Like he gives (laughs) an offering of cookies cookies and milk. milk. (laughs) And it's like, if if you would like me to eat them for you, Give me no sign. So he sort of uses, they will be done. He sort of uses religion to trick himself into mm. believing that everything's going to be okay, right? Yeah. He's not a very faithful man at all. And then, of course, you get Patty and Selma, who obviously are scheming and they find out about the baby and there's a yeah. lovely, lovely scene with them where they're just smoking cigarettes around Marge. The pregnant then Marge, Marge coughs and then Maggie coughs in the womb. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> then you get an amazing scene where Patty and Selma go to the phone book and it's a very difficult scene to interpret. And I talked a bit to Luke about this before the mm. show, because we both really like this gag, where she starts off in the phone book with, I think it's like... A. Aronson. A. Aronson. <laughs> then it does kind of like a time-lapse thing, and they look mm. really yeah. tight. And then, <laughs> yeah, the music's perfect for it. Like, yeah. They're at the end of the <laughs> phone book, and it's like Z. Zakowski. <laughs> they position it as if they've gone through the whole book and called every person yeah. in Springfield, <laughs> but then either Patty or Selma says, there... Aronson and Zakowski are the two biggest <laughs> gossips in Springfield. Before you know it, everyone will know. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I didn't get that the first time I watched yeah. it. It's like, yeah, all right. And, and like, it's, called everybody. it's almost a joke that you miss. It's almost mm. a joke, mm. like, but it works as another joke, which is a really kind of rare thing as well. Another thing you get, because this is a flashback episode, is you get to see a thing that animation makes a lot easier to do, which is this trope of like the unreliable narrator, right? Yeah, everyone in this episode really has a go at telling the story in a way. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, 
you get back to the story and all of a sudden Homer's head explodes and then it jumps back to the present and, and Marge is like, Bart, let your father tell the story. Homer All right, but I know comedy. <laughs> Homer starts telling it. He doesn't have a head, and he's very skinny. And Mike's like, Homer, you had a head, and you were a little bit, you were a little bit fat. I was just looking at the camera, like straight at the audience. <laughs> yeah, really nice things that are difficult to achieve. Well, at least that animation makes it a lot easier to mm. achieve. Actually, it's when you were talking about the making it easy with animation. When I was listening to the audio commentary. Um, they mentioned that the burning of the bridge. Yeah. They're saying how, you know, burning, obviously, the... Because Homer burns yeah. the bridge when he <laughs> Yeah. They're saying, you know, in live action, you couldn't do that just yeah. so perfectly, just in, up in yeah. flames, you know? That's so, for him playing for me match. for eight years. <laughs> and there's another kind of thing later where Homer's trying to market for the uh, for the bowling alley and he's shooting the rifle in. And he's just, like, <laughs> staring at a bowling ball. Get your but... bowling. Get your bowling. And then Lisa's like, Mom, make Dad tell the story properly. And Marge is just like, that's what really happened, which is oh. another toying with that show. <laughs> a lot of visual gags here as well. Yeah, we found that out when we were yeah, trying to do one of our other segments. Made the honourable mentions very difficult yeah, yeah. of the visual gags, but like, there's the gag with marketing, where Homer's trying to research marketing, and it's advanced marketing, then it goes to basic marketing, and then it goes to the dictionary marketing, right? A really nice depiction you of get Homer. That one of, um... When he's working in the bowling alley, he's like, I finally learnt what happened when the bowling pins get knocked down. And it's r- quite a rare sequence where it's about a minute of mm. just this elaborate, like, kind of process that they don't recycle them at all. Yeah. Through from a tree. And it's so beautifully animated it as is, well. Yeah. yeah, and it is, it's quite and a that old scene. Italian gentleman just, just painting the lines. The and even the, the kind of guy in the lab coat just ticking it off like yeah, doing right? nothing else. It, that's a really nice scene. And, of course, more visual kind of stuff in this episode where... Homer obviously has to go back to the plant to work for his family and get the money. And he's walking, and it res- it's this isn't really a gag, more of kind of, it's almost like a sad kind of realization that it's depicted as a prison, mm. very clearly depicted yeah. as a prison. Well, when he's walking over there from the bowling alley, the bowling alley is all happy, it's bright. Yeah. There and are people the, laughing in the background. The plant, it starts raining, but it's not just rain. <laughs> oh no, acid rain again. <laughs> <laughs> it's acid rain. Right? And Homer just goes in moping, and he realizes that he has to go back there and be in this job that he hates for the children that he lives for, basically. And obviously then you go to this idea of Homer as a father and this revelation at the end of this episode. Yeah. Is Homer a good father? Yes. He's just a boldly, blatantly ignorant imbecile, right? (laughs) That was some really good alliteration. (laughs) Well, yeah. There's a scene... Where he almost sits on Maggie in this. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even know Maggie existed back there. Goes to sit on <laughs> he goes her. To sit there's on another. Hi, Maggie. <laughs> there's another um, episode. I remember where Homer's where they're talking about how many kids they have, and he's like two kids. And Mike's like, no, we have three kids. Two Homer. wonderful kids. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, Ma- the dog doesn't count, Mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, you get the do it for her revelation at the end, where the, Mr. Burns gives him a plaque. Don't forget, you're here forever. He rearranges the photos of Maggie to cover up some letters to make do it for her. Beautiful, beautiful, touching moment. And, you know, sitcom as a genre isn't really known as as something that usually does sentimental stuff. Futurama is renowned for this. There are two episodes yeah, Futurama of Futurama. Yeah, some great sentimental episodes. Jurassic Bark, which was actually directed by the same director that did this episode, and Maggie mm. Makes Three, mm. which is the dog episode, and Luck of the Fryish, which is where Fry finds out he he's an uncle, right? Yeah. Very touching episodes. Ironically, the peak of sitcom in 1995 to the best of my knowledge, probably would have been Seinfeld. 
they were not at all big on the sentimental. And, and Seinfeld and Friends even like yeah. both of them together, they're just very yeah, irrelevant. Well, on kind that of... point, yeah, Seinfeld actively went against the sentimentality. In fact, it was part of the mantra of the show that there was no sentimentality in that show. Yeah. It's not until you sort of get to like the middle of Friends and then into Last Decade where you get shows like How I Met Your Mother. Yeah where there are a lot more kind of serialized sitcoms with almost like soap elements to them, where this sentimentality becomes part of it. The Simpsons often does sentimentality, but they ingrain the comedy into it, so it's Mm. still funny. But this is a rare moment in that series where you don't actually get that comedy. It's pure, pure touching sentimentality. Yeah, you see a very, like, human side of Homer where he hates his job. He's back to this job that he hates. He was so happy before. But he does it. For he has Maggie. to go back to it. The only other, well, there are a few times, but the other time is where you mentioned in Mother Simpson, where Homer's mother leaves after he's just met her for the like since a long time, and he's just staring up into the sky, looking at the stars. Some really, really nice moments, guys. We got to go to another song before we start crying, of course. But uh, <laughs> we'll be back counting down our top three moments from Anne Maggie Makes Three right after this. It's the Yellow Family with Tom and Michael. <laughs> Tom, it's time to launch into... I'm not going to say it's one of our favourite segments because I know you don't yeah, like that. good, you're learning. What's our favourite <laughs> segment is entirely up to the listeners on the show. Yeah, right? it is, unfortunately. Unfortunately, we, we don't get to decide. Don't have much of a say. Yeah, but it is a little segment that we like to call... Darling, I will be counting down the top three. Moments from this week's episode. It's the top three moments from this week's episode. Our guests always, I always give love us the laughs. From really the guests. weird looks when we play <laughs> that. Great singing by Tom. <laughs> we do do the top three countdown, but we always there are lots of good gags in every episode. We always episode. have to do an honourable mentions for yeah. each episode. We've um, just found it easier. <laughs> lots of really nice ones here. Um, very difficult to squeeze them all into a like kind of one minute mm. package. Um, in fact, very difficult to make a one-minute package, so you might notice that some of these are slightly sped up just to save time, but uh, we'll dive straight into the honourable mentions now. Nightboat, the crime-solving boat, and here's our TV next to the mirror. It looks like we have two. Don't worry about Homer J. I've got a plan, a plan that'll fix you good. Hey, what do we do? Sorry, that just slipped out. Some really good ones there. Um, I, I, I love the two TVs ones. Um, any standouts there for you guys? I love him trying to ask for a raise. Uh, Steve, I mean, Al. <laughs> I think a lot of just classic Homer is an idiot gags, quick one-liners, yeah. but also some prolonged ones. Um, any standouts for you, Luke? Yeah, just that whole sequence where they're telling Homer 
Especially the yeah. way to get Marge pregnant. pregnant. Yes, it's very abstract. <laughs> That's just so I good. love that he just can't comprehend what they're saying. Mm. To and him. then how the end, it's the got a new job where she's obviously <laughs> telling him about the job. That's yeah. what new sets job. him off. Guys, Marge is pregnant. <laughs> guys, it's not about the honourable mentions here. It is about no, the as top the, three. As the name suggests, yeah. very much the top three. So do you want to just start counting down them now? It's probably easiest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start. Number three. Oh, it's a boy. And what a boy! Uh, that's the umbilical cord, it's a girl. <laughs> I just, again, Homer is such an idiot, he sees the umbilical cord on his new daughter and thinks that it's wow. a boy. <laughs> and Dr. Hibbert's just like, it's the umbilical cord, it's a girl. <laughs> Luckily, there's a couple of other babies being born as well. There's, yeah, um, sea captains Mare having Quimby's, a baby. Yeah. Mayor Quimby, I think your mama. wife would like to hold the baby. <laughs> My, My wife, wife. where? <laughs> Which is another nice little nod at his kind of role as this corrupt yeah. politician. Guys, should we go on to number two? Number two. Number two. Homer, did you polish your head in a shino ball though? No. Okay then. <laughs> First of all, the shino ball is just, it is just, I don't know, it's something about that name that really, I'm really enamored <laughs> by, and just the fact that you can put your head in this po- ball and it just polish does up, what it and it will just says. polish your head. It won't, like, tear your flesh up, it will just polish your head, and, and Homer's head is just so perfectly yeah. mirrored, and then Al comes and up he and he's like, corrects his hair. Yeah, he corrects his hair in the, in the mirror of Homer's head. Guys, that was number two. Obviously, when you're counting down from three, you want to get to number one. Am Eventually. Right? Eventually. So shall we count down number one? All right. All right, let's do it. And this one, oh, I might just add, this is a bit less of a gag one. It's more of a sentimental one. I might have given it away. <laughs> Try not to cry. And it is very visual as well, but you'll pick it up. Number one. You loved her right from the start. <laughs> Absolutely. Then why no pictures? Oh, there are pictures. I keep them where I need the most cheering up. Okay, we'll let that fade out. Just enjoy that you don't want nice you guys to cry. <laughs> um, but that's obviously the revelation of the do it for mm, her bit, which is moment. again a very beautiful moment in in an otherwise very comedic and wacky mm. show. And it is nice that they can do that sentimentality. And it has now been corrupted in a way by memes. <laughs> yeah. but... Oh, the memes of this have just gone crazy. In fact, hopefully we'll be making one for the socials later in the week. Guys, that's, that's our top three for this week. Let us know your favourite moments for next week's episode, Homer Goes to College, by message us in, me- messaging us in on Facebook. No, I'm touching us. <laughs> touching us. Facebook.com slash The Yellow Family. we got to go to a song now, and when we're coming back, we're diving into our brand new segment, which we launched last week. Wake me up when the Simpsons ends. Yeah, it's a great segment. It's The Yellow Family with Tom and Michael. Daughters from John Mayer. Such a classic. Not sure if anyone's picked up on the theme I tried to do with music tonight. All the songs mention either sons, daughters, fathers, kids, girls, or are just sentimental like Stand By Me. Because I I had a brief glimpse through the run sheet. Yeah, you I'm always like, have a brief glimpse. You, <laughs> I'm going to be interested to see how you tie in John Mayer and Daughters into the episode, because <laughs> well, I know you like to do some daughters. comparisons. Yeah, <laughs> I think I did pretty well. You're really kind of stretching out for oh, song ideas, are you? Tom, we launched a new segment on the show last week, and <laughs> yep, it, it along. did Good. really well, so we're, <laughs> we're continuing with it. And it's a little segment that we like to call... The Golden Age has come and passed. 27 seasons have gone so fast Wake me up when the Simpsons end 
slightly sped up uh, sweeper there, oh, I've noticed from last week. Yeah, a couple complaints coming in from listeners that the sweeper was a bit too long and slow. Yep. And here at the Yellow Family, we listen to listener feedback. Not many shows do that. Guys, Luke, you're new to the show. And for anyone at home who's new to the show, first of all, welcome. And also, you can play along with this one at home. It's a little game. Basically, here's how it works. I present to you two hypothetical episodes of The Simpsons, a title and a one-sentence description. The catch, one of them is real, one of them never happened at all. Your job is to find out which one is the real episode. If you get the right answer, you will hear this sound. If you get the wrong answer, of course, as you'd expect, you will hear this sound. Wrong answer, you idiot. Try again. I still love that <laughs> Do one. Do we get a prize for getting it right? Or? Uh, uh, there is no prize. There are no stakes here. So, you know, still you don't, don't know want... if that, uh, <laughs> that level of abuse is necessary. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on, it's encouragement. Um, but guys, let's kick straight into it. Challenge number one. Which episode really happened? Was it A, YOLO? where Homer reunites with his Spanish pen pal Eduardo to help him achieve his childhood dreams, such as flying like a flying squirrel. It's got to be that one. (laughs) Or is it B, you only live nine times, where Homer accidentally runs over Snowball 2 after a long day at work and tries to hide the injury from the family by purchasing a flying squirrel. (laughs) (laughs) See, when you said the flying squirrel the first time, like, ah, it's that one. Why is there a flying squirrel? (laughs) But you've really, you've thrown me with adding... Oh, the flying squirrel. There being two flying time. squirrels. Guys, what do we reckon? Luke, any Phillips? Uh, I feel like YOLO as a title is kind of <laughs> the Simpsons peak season 15 trying to kind of latch on to yeah. any, <laughs> any kind of trends. A lot that of the newer episodes but have you, those kind of but don't you puns. But don't you think You Only Live Nine Times is a, is a great pun on the cat being injured, <laughs> Nine Lives? I and think you think it is, oh. which means you're very proud of it. Oh, no. So what are you guys locking in as the real episode here? YOLO? Is YOLO? Yeah. All right, we'll go number yeah, we'll one. Go YOLO. There you go. You got the first one right. Yeah, Let's see what how you're in that episode. I don't know, but that is a real episode. Challenge two, which episode really happened, guys? Is it A, PayPal, where Marge realizes she has no friends and wants to make sure Lisa doesn't meet the same fate. For this reason, she pays a new girl at school to be her friend. Or is it B, Shebay? (laughs) Marge opens a brand new online store, Shebay, that specializes in women's wear designed by Homer. This is kept a secret from the women of Springfield. When you've read out the first one, I'm like, with multiple choice in an exam, I'll always go for the one with the most words. Good strategy. <laughs> so that one, the first one was two sentences. I'm like, yeah, I do. I did it's a longer one. one. Description. That's got to be it. But okay. the other one was also two sentences. I know. So I, I kind of went against off. it here. Now, <laughs> I can't um, imagine Homer um, designing women's clothing, to be honest. But exactly. it's, it's the kind Are of wacky sure? <laughs> idea that might actually work. Interesting. Also, we Interesting. did go for one yeah. the first time. Guys, I'm going to need an answer. A... <sighs> Should we go two? We went... The first yeah, one. it doesn't He's make obviously sense definitely to go alternating it. So, so the second one, Shebay. You think Shebay is the episode that went <laughs> yep. to air? Yeah. Wrong answer, you idiot. Try again. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are idiots. The guy on the radio said so. <laughs> so that's a one. That's one for one, right? I'm on one. You guys are on one. So it all it's all settled on the decider number oh. three. We had a decider last week as well. But which episode really happened, guys? Was it a Orange is the New Yellow, where Marge is sent to prison for three months, and when she's bailed out by Homer, she realises she isn't ready to go back to her homemaker life. Or is it B, Yellow is the New Black, where Marge becomes the talk of the town when she dyes her hair blonde, and all of Springfield praise her new style, except for Homer. Okay, so once again, really going off cultural references mm, yeah. in the last two years or so, year or so. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Orange is the New Black. Orange is the New Black, yeah. Um, uh, which one? Ooh. 
Mod has been to prison episode. before, so yeah, that's, that's a happened. bit of a rehash, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, not beyond good. not beyond the Simpsons oh, writers to rehash them after twenty seven <laughs> seasons, kind of running out of ideas. Uh, I'm very impressed by your ability to come up with these, regardless. <laughs> it's really not that hard, guys. Please, come on. I didn't ask for any of this. Um, All right, so guys, I got. I need you to lock me okay, in. Okay, uh, going from mainly because she's we're been short to, on time. She's been, been to, to prison. prison once, so go the hairstyle. Yeah, new hairstyle, we'll go the hairstyle with number yeah. two. Yellow is the new black. You lock think it that in. Yellow is the new black. Is the episode that happened? Wrong answer, you idiot. Try again. Yes, oh, no. you guys oh. have lost the challenge, which means you this both have to speak clearly <laughs> into your microphones right now and say, "Wake me up when the Simpsons ends." Right now. Um, uh, I'm not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> and I've actually said it, so I guess the joke yeah. is on me. I know you <laughs> Guys, if you're playing along with the podcast, definitely message us in with the ones that you thought were real. But all of the real ones are actually real episodes that went to air. We will be back shortly to wrap up the show and hear about next week. It's the Yellow Family here on Sin with Tom and Michael just about done on the show we do get a lot of live listener feedback being messaged surprisingly into the page. yes yeah surprisingly <laughs> um family member alex has written in saying why did you make me remember jurassic bark and he's also said i always feel bad because i've seen all the terrible episodes in wake me up when the simpsons and <laughs> family member rory has has messaged us in a meme of do it for him where all of the pictures are of Joey from Yu-Gi-Oh, which oh, is just a reference. fantastic thing that you should all check out. In fact, I might I might post it on the socials later on in the week. But guys, that's pretty much the end of the show. Luke, thank you so much for being on the show. You've yeah, been no a great worries. addition, and as as all the guests usually are, right? Tom? Yeah, we've got minimal. Have really, we had any bad really, guests? I don't have any really bad experiences no, and with guests be, so far. There should be some coming, so don't worry about that. <laughs> Luke, for anyone who would like to hear more of your voice or just hear about some of the work you do, because you do do a lot of work both in and out of this station, did you want to plug it here now? Yeah, well, I'm the executive producer of Panorama, which is on 4.30 to 5 on weekdays on Sin 90.7, so yeah, check got, that out. prime time there. Prime time, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm usually on a Friday. You're I might be moving to Monday, actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I might be seeing you guys around, but yeah, so join that. And just for the record, Panorama, Panorama is um, youth, youth news and current affairs. So yeah, a so, really good team of producers and writers mm-hmm. doing some youth takes on current yeah, affairs. It's great for journalism students or just anyone who, who wants to um, you know, have their say on what's going on in the world. So yeah. you can always email us at panorama at syn.org.au if you want to join in. And also you can um, do some stuff for Catalyst as well, which is our MIT student magazine. So check that out if you're an RMIT student. And yeah, and um, you can follow me on Twitter, Luke. At Luke underscore Michael 96. Awesome. Tom. Very exciting things. What's the 411 for next week? All right, here's the 411, folks. Next week, we'll be joined by Marcus, scholar, academic, mm. and as, uh, as usual, all-round good guy on the show. Yeah. Oh, no, no, he is an all-round good he guy. He is, no. all right. Got confirmation from <laughs> I just the producers. To, I just had to double check. He is. And we'll be talking about Homer Goes to College. Yeah. Which... Really, the title basically sums up the episode quite well. Yeah, lots of episodes involve, like, elaborate puns. This one basically just says what happens in the episode, which, for those who don't know, Homer goes to college. (laughs) Yeah, so tune in next week. If you're a fan of, uh, look, people called Marcus, there's going to be one of those. I suppose so. (laughs) (laughs) If you're a fan of college in general. Yeah. And, look, if you're a fan of The Simpsons, I'd definitely recommend it. No Family Guy fans, though. Oh, good God, no. (laughs) (laughs) And, Luke, did you have a good time on the show? Yeah, no, it was awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. Awesome. None of the guests say no, right? (laughs) And that is about all we got time for on the show tonight. Don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash theyellowfamily for anything you may have missed. The podcast will be up shortly, and you can catch us on iTunes by searching The Yellow Family or any good podcasting app. Yep, only the good ones are... 
None of the bad ones. Not bothering with the bad <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you can also Google us, um, the Yellow Family, with the top result that comes up. Thank you so much again to Mr. Luke Michael. And remember, whenever we have a guest on this show, our guarantee to you is that they will never, never ever be, be back. back. It's the Yellow Family here on Sin with Tom and Michael. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. 